Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their life. On the show, we talk as much about what made playing that game special, memorable, and what our guests enjoyed about it, as we will get into the context of how and well, how and well, how and well, how and when they had this meaningful moment with this game uh, for whatever they feel like talking about today. A little bit of housekeeping up top is that anything that my guest and I plug today, you can find a link in the show notes of wherever you're listening. So instead of searching for it, you can just go down uh, in the podcast episode you're listening to and click a link. For example, you can find us, the show, on social media. We're on both uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, where you can see whatever episodes we have coming out that week. Uh, The fun art that I make for every new episode and also learn a little bit about our guests and how you can support them. You can support the show a few different ways. You can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts uh, or wherever you get your shows. And if you do it on Apple, I can see those and I'll read it on the show, you know, as long as it's uh, flattering and very lovely towards me. And if you do one anywhere else, feel free to send that to me. I just can't see those. They're not listed publicly, but I'd love to shout you out because that always means a lot when people leave a nice review. You can also share the show with a friend. Whether they love video games in general or the game that our guest has brought on for the main event today, you can join the Discord if you like the shows on our network, even just this one, and want to have fun conversations with some nice people over there. There's a link in the show notes too. And lastly, you can check us out on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where we house our video game podcast network and a bunch of bonus uh, podcasts that are released every week for our lovely patrons over there you get bonus stuff at whatever tier i'd encourage you to check out a tier that works for you but i always pitch people on the ten dollar dj toad tier because you get three bonus podcasts per week uh and a little bit of fun news for the network over there is that we recently wrapped up our poll uh voted on by our patrons for our next games club series the series that releases every single friday at that ten dollar dj toad tier and the next game we'll be covering is sonic adventure uh so chili dogs for everybody all around it should be fun but that'll do it for the housekeeping and i will finally introduce our very important special special guest today oh boy what an honor it is folks you're not even gonna believe it i know you can see the title in the in the episode listing you know who's here but you're like i gotta see it to believe it is it really possible that you could get a guest this big please welcome renowned actor Christina Karshner. Yay. Hi. Hi. Is If it isn't Connor McCabe. If it isn't old me. <laughs> you know, when we did hop on the Zoom originally, we, you know, we haven't gotten to talk in person and this is technically not in person in a while either, but I thought about giving a classic, uh, well, 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 and I'm, so I'm kind of glad you did that on pod. You saved it. Yeah, you're welcome. 
Yes, I should have said thank you. Uh, I should have left. <laughs> Just it say that, thank you. Thank you, mm-hmm. uh, Christina. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Um, and I talk on every episode about how I know my guests, uh, as as I love to do. And you and I know each other through the Los Angeles uh, improv community um, way back when. And I'll even probably maybe shock you by saying that it's been over six years since we first took our class with some of our buds in uh, Improv 401. Isn't that nuts? Stop it. I know. For some Actually, reason, that's not surprising. I thought it was longer. It, it, I realized as I said it, I was wrong. It's actually seven years because that was, I believe, like January or February 2016 when we did this. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Wow. Wow. Um, look at us now. Look at us now. Um, you know, we uh, we were on like a team that – did we perform like a few times together, our old team? We definitely did. And I think I remember us once doing a two-person team and I remember oh us playing like husband and wife. That's all. That's like, I don't remember the game, but my memory is pretty cool. The game was probably silly husband, silly wife. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, an absolute blast. Uh, but, I mean, but yeah, that's how we got to know each other um, and saw each other for the most part was like through those uh, times. We've like sort of recently connected because you've been streaming on Twitch and I – as the listener, and you have probably come to know, do a lot of stuff with video games now. So I was like, oh, Christina's on Twitch. I got to, we got to connect. Um, That's so but, exciting. Uh, yeah. So exciting. I'm on Twitch. It's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? You're a very consistent streamer, by the way. I'm trying to be. I haven't in the last few days, but I'm trying yeah. my best. And it's partially because, you know, nothing else is going on. Um <laughs> <laughs> But it's fun. I'm just, I'm mean. I'm not nice. So I don't know why people watch, but it's a good time. I like to just roast my viewers. I think that's part of the fun for them too. From what I've gathered by being in chat occasionally um, is people just wanting to be, uh, wanting to have you levy that at them a little bit. Oh yeah. And they're mean back to me. So it's, it's a good time. We have fun. Seems like it works. Um, uh, but anyway, it's been really fun to just like see you, you know, hop aboard and do this. Uh, not to like, I mean, I'm going to ask you about yourself in general in a little bit. We'll get there. But I haven't gotten to ask you really, like, how did you get into streaming? What sort of kicked that off for you? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's boredom, you could just say that. I possibly boredom. Um, you know, what is the correct answer for this? Let me think. Um, I don't know. I'm, I was just curious about Twitch. And I I actually got back into gaming maybe a year or two ago. So I'm not good at it. Sure. But I, I was like, I might as well, like, talk to people while I do this. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's an experiment. And... And it's fun. I'm having a good time. I'm glad. Um, like I, I, I was sort of uh, uh, honing in on the consistency of it all lately because I find, uh, as someone with like a not a not a herky jerky schedule, but like it, it can be a little up, you know, up and down as as actors in in the 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 city uh, where acting happens in Lo- in Hollywood, Los Angeles, but. <laughs> 
So, and also with just like things that pop up, I'm, I'm not always consistent, but anytime I see someone who is like, even not, it doesn't have to be at the same time, but you're like, you're doing it multiple times a week. I see that you'll like post about it. Like, Hey, I'm streaming at this time. So really doing your due diligence. Thank you. I'm really glad that you said that because I feel like a failure. Um, <laughs> I don't do it because I don't do it at the same time. And I haven't figured out how to do that because like you said, my schedule is all over the place. Yeah. I'll f- find out I have to do something mm-hmm. within 24 hours. Um, yes, of so, course. So it's hard because I'm like, I don't know if people are going to be mad at me for the fact that I can't do like the same time. I don't feel very consistent, but yeah, I'm really glad you're validating me. No, of course. Me I mean, I think every little bit goes a long way. Like I, at least for myself, it, even though I don't have the ability to always be consistent, it's something that like sometimes can feel like a lot to get on stream and do, but I generally find when I do it, I have fun and enjoy talking to people whether it's like I'm streaming a game that I played 20 years ago and other people who also like it hop on and are like, oh, I love this character or this part. Uh, that can be really fun despite like me not able to sort of lock down a consistent schedule. And I think yeah, uh, as much as I would – I'm sure it goes a long way to have a, a con- some consistency of like this person's 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever. You know, it's whatever works for you. Yeah, yeah. It's a work in progress. Absolutely. Um, I'll probably ask you more about streaming as, as we go along today, but I would like to uh, just leave some space for you to share anything about yourself that you maybe haven't today or that you'd like the listener to know about you. Um, okay, my name is Christina. Oh, wait, we already discussed that. Okay. It's okay. Great um, fresh start, though. Yeah. Uh, last name is Karchner. Uh, uh, my Instagram is Christina Karchner, surprisingly. Uh, <laughs> my TikTok is I am Christina Karchner because someone took Christina Karchner. So oh, that's, rude. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Twitch, Christina Karchner. So we got my name again. <laughs> I love it. Um, great. Well, speaking of which, um, we're going to get into your history with video games, uh, just in general, uh, really soon. But I would love you to introduce the game you've brought on for uh, the main event later and call me by your game. My game is Donkey Kong 64, the best game in the world. I love it. DK Donkey Kong is here and so is Christina. Um, I can't wait to get into it with you like I was saying before the recording uh i don't have to have a relationship with the game that the guest brings on but when i do it is more fun to talk about and uh i'm, I'm just excited because this one is it's a hoot like i said i can't believe you haven't discussed this yet when you said you hadn't i was so surprised yes I'm so excited to talk about it it's this has been kind of a recurring thing lately where we're this will be episode 169 of the podcast nice um Sick. and freaking tight dude uh but it's kind of been happening a lot where someone brought on super mario brothers 3 one of the most popular games someone brought on pac-man recently and i think uh yeah it's just fun to see how long it can take for some of the icons to be here um but i'm really uh excited about this one but let's get into your history with gaming in general do you remember 
whenever you first took an interest in gaming um, earlier in life? Um, yeah, so I have two older brothers who were gamers. And so I kind of went from watching them to participating. Mm. Um, so I don't I don't remember the first game system, but we're very into Nintendo as a family. So my most vivid memories are Nintendo 64 mm. um, as like a, you know, as a child. Um, and yeah, what was the first game? Probably, oh, okay, something that I just remembered actually this morning Ooh. was Worms Armageddon. Oh, yeah. Have you played that before? Because I, I totally forgot about it, and now I really want to play it because I love that game. I haven't played that specific Worms, but I did play, like, a Worms on the computer growing up at a certain point. Sure, yes, absolutely. Is it, do you remember, is it also just, like, because um, the one I played was uh, sort of, like, 2D so it was like you're looking at just like one screen and then there's platforms. It's not it wasn't like a 3D worm shooter because I think they have those too. Oh gosh, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Cuz I remember it barely. Yes. But I I do remember fond memories. Don't remember what it looks like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was it was a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. Were there uh, games that like even before you remember playing, you remember, like, watching them play? Uh, I specifically remember watching my oldest brother play this driving monster truck game, and he had a steering wheel. Oh, and wow. And I don't remember what that was, and it's kind of, like, the first memory I have of a video game. And Interesting. I, and I remember trying to play it and being like, well... I'm really bad at driving, <laughs> but it got me really into the concept of driving. I really love to drive in video games. That's like really? one of my most favorite <laughs> things to do. It to this day? Yes. I'm obsessed <laughs> with driving in video games specifically. Not in real life. I Take it or leave it. But video games, I think it's so fun. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Like if it, not that we need to really analyze it. Like You can be but, my therapist. Great, great. Um, well, I'll start charging now. Um, I, I'm curious though. That is that is so fun. I wonder if it's just the freedom of like not worrying about consequences of driving into something, or or just the fun of. There are a lot of fun driving games too. So maybe that's it. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I think that's probably part of it. Maybe maybe it's that it's one of the first games I remember, so it's nostalgia. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, hit and run Simpsons hit and run yes that this was, is one you even brought up yeah I was like hey, what about this one but mm -hmm. someone already took it um <laughs> that's all about drive I love to drive I love to drive in that one you know when I would go to arcades the driving games were always the oh best. yes so when I start when I first started driving I was very confused because I was like you're not supposed to have both your feet on the gas and oh right. yes it mm -hmm. took me a while because i was like this is not how i played in the game world yes when especially being at like an arcade where they have pedals for you to mm -hmm. really simulate that yeah that is i'm sure easily confused by so many of us who grew up with like yeah. arcades um my grandpa i remember knowing that you weren't supposed to drive with two feet because my grandpa would and my my mom wouldn't talk behind his back, but I remember they would comment like, it's weird that grandpa drives like this. <laughs> and that was just how he was comfortable, I guess. But to me, now it feels so foreign. 
is foreign, but when I think about it, I'm like, mm, maybe we should be doing that. What is so <laughs> wrong with doing that? Yes. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um, okay, great. Uh, did you? I know you you mentioned you got played a little Worms Armageddon on the N sixty four. That being sort of your first console, were there any other ones that you have fond memories of playing outside of the game that we're going to bring up today? Um, uh, the Tony Hawk Skater Pro. I was yes. bad at that. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart. I still to this day play Mario Kart by myself if I need to get out of my head. Yes. Like, I'm very good at it, except when I play online. But I'm very bad at it because everyone is apparently a pro when they play online. Yes. Are you, and so you must be playing the new version then. Yeah, on yeah. Switch. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. They uh, have, you probably are aware of this, but did you know you could play the N64 version on your Switch? No. Yes. What? If you, so you have, um, depending on your Switch online subscription, there's the like, I don't know if it's called Deluxe or what, but the, the bigger tier version, which isn't really that expensive. It's pretty cheap still. It might be $40 a year. That comes with a like a big N64 library. I think I do have that. Okay, but I didn't so, know that Mario Kart was on there. Yeah. So if you have that on your Switch, you can just go in there and find it. And if you just, you can also just download it from the eShop if you haven't yet. That is so exciting. That's yeah. Be, that's what I'm doing directly after this. Yes. <laughs> I love I can't it. Wait. Yeah. Uh, other than that, what else? Uh, Super Smash Bros. Did that come oh. out? That was 64, right? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I hate combat. I'm really bad at combat, but uh-huh. that's the one exception. Super Smash Bros. Do you remember playing with a character that you liked from that one? Uh, Kirby. 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 Probably. Everyone's uh, first love. Yeah. Was Jigglypuff? Yes. That was one of them, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then I really love Jigglypuff. Yeah, Jig- they had... So back in the day, that first game only had like... Like today, the new Super Smash Brothers has something crazy like 90 characters. I, it's it's nuts, but the first one had eight characters and then four that you could unlock, and Jigglypuff was one of the secret characters. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Jigglypuff um, is awesome jigglypuff is really fun and like that was we're doing a lot of and this is how i'll uh briefly promote the patreon again we Ooh. are um doing a ton of pokemon content um this quarter of the year through july because our current games club we're playing through the original pokemon games um red blue and yellow and so we've we've done supplementary stuff and we've watched like a movie for a podcast on our patreon the first did you ever see any of those movies i am obsessed with a pokemon movie i'm obsessed no way. the the songs are always in my head when i go on vacation i'm singing vacation yes oh my gosh vacations where i wanna, I wanna be, be. On the beach. okay i won't i don't know I, if you heard me but i was like gonna try to sing along with you and i really bailed on it yeah i i noticed <laughs> i was very disappointed i, like, I am so sorry to leave you okay someone uh, doesn't know this song yeah i must not be a good supportive uh improv teammate um yeah. I we we recently watched that first movie and did a and did a whole show about it anyway this was a long-winded way or a very long road to say that when for first Smash Brothers came out, Pokemania was in full uh like frenzy. And 
So Jig- P- Pikachu was one of the original characters in that game, but it was already so popular by 1999 that they're like, we have to put in another Pokemon as an unlockable character being Jigglypuff. Mm. Did you, well, speaking of that, did you ever play like Pokemon Snap on the N64? Possibly. But my memory is uh, is off. It's okay. It So this is one that I'll, I'll give you a bonus recommendation that doesn't have to do with the your three at the end of the show, but on Switch Online as well, they have this game called Pokemon Snap, which is just a game where you're taking pictures of Pokemon and it's what? really fun and relaxing. It's a it's a good vibe, so could be your speed. That sounds lovely. Yeah. I love that. I love to take pictures of Pokemon. That's the well, little fun fact about me. Well then perfect. Um so sorry to get us really off track. Um did you um so it sounds like, you know, this was a this was a console that your brothers had um that you would like, you know, grow to love as well. Did you ever have your own console, whether it be like a Game Boy or something else at a certain point? Well, it was kind of like a fact that we all had to share everything. So, I mean, I had three older siblings, so the last child doesn't get anything new. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The scraps. Yeah, I get the scraps. I get recycled. Um, Yeah. I I don't think I was ever given anything that was like, this is my... Well, okay. Nope. I was going to say The Sims, but my sister got that first. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think maybe I was given like a horse computer game. That's that's the one thing I've been given. But uh, uh, yeah. I love that. It's, horse computer game. Yeah. It was cool. I think I... No, it kind of sucked. But you played a horse, which um, is kind of like driving. So I I enjoyed it. Yeah. So wait, for what? I mean, I, we don't need to dive into it too much, especially if it's a real distant memory. But you were controlling the horse and like moving around and stuff. Yeah. Okay, don't that's remember. Cool. Yeah, that's all. That's all I can give you. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. Um, so for you, you know, after I mean, e- even if there's more stuff on the N64 you want to talk about, you're more than welcome to. But I'm curious what, like, your relationship was like with gaming after that, whether it was something that, like, you continued to play siblings consoles or just at friend's house or you had stuff that you'd gravitate towards. Yeah. Uh, I had, we had, um, we, we had the Game Boy, the GameCube, mm. the Wii, the DS. Ooh. Um, Real, we love Nintendo. We are, we all, we actually like hate anything that's not Nintendo in like my family. Uh, but I remember, I was really more into uh, computer games like The Sims. Ooh. I got really obsessed with The Sims to the point where I was like sneaking out um, to my computer while everyone was asleep, so I could try to get my Sims to sleep with each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah this i first of all i'm so glad this came up uh and second i I don't want you to feel any shame because (laughs) this is one of the most at least the sims love is one of the most common recurring like things that people bring up on the show it's one of the most popular games people we've had two sims episodes and we've also i listened to nicole's oh yes oh my gosh yeah I love that. That was such a fun time. Liz Adams did the whole episode on the series like 
in the first year when I was doing this show. Cool. Um, but anytime it comes up, I'm just like, there's one of the hits. People love it. Yeah, it's so good because I think we all kind of want to be God. We want control. And so it's the perfect game because you can just control people because you have no control in your real life. Yes, it definitely fulfills that sort of like fantasy and in, in, in kind of whatever way you want it to be, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, loved loved creating people I despised and then murdering them in a <laughs> grotesque way. Um, and then also making my crushes and then playing out that scenario so I never had to figure that out in real life. Yes. <laughs> like, cool, we figured it out here. I am satisfied and I don't have to be brave exactly. outside of here. I mean, I yes. grew up Mormon, so I was like, romance wasn't even on the table. It was like, that's bad. So yes. the way I can sin is through a video game. Yes. Uh, which, uh, which isn't a sin. We'll say it. Um, yeah. That's... God, God never said don't don't kiss people on video games. I've yeah, never read that. There's no rule against, uh, you know, taking out the ladder in a pool into a video game, is there? That, I mean, it's been a few years since I read the Bible, so I might have to go back yeah. and make sure. Man, maybe we'll have to check with someone on that. I couldn't say either. Uh, <laughs> did you have other computer games that you really liked? Uh, uh, like the lame, the lamest things. Um, my friends and I would go to like Barbie.com and play yes. <laughs> games and like dress up games. What was it called? Star doll or something <laughs> where you just dress dolls up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real cool stuff. I also, Yeah. <laughs> I really loved uh, also Lego games. Oh, really? Yeah, because you could drive. <laughs> yes. Do you like there's one Lego game I, I brought this up occasionally on the show um, that I really li liked as a kid called Lego Island. Is this familiar at all? Whoa, kind of, you, but you not would... really not enough to discuss it. But yes, well, I'll have to send you like a, a YouTube link after this just so you can just maybe jog your memory if it is familiar to you and you basically play this like pizza delivery kid on lego island named pepper and this wait yes yes oh yes. my god you're bringing up weird memories right now yes <gasps> i want to play it so bad there's definitely a way to play it okay there's definitely a way to play it in fact now i there's like a way that i play old pc games that i that i had um through this great uh, program called scum vm which i can i can send you a whole guide but i'm willing to bet that because of the era this game is playable on there but we'll have to check okay that sounds yeah. incredible wow but that game like is one of those because i feel like as someone who's ha played too many games in my life i've i have done my own episode of this show where my producer jeremy schmidt hosted and asked me about a game um which was Microsoft 3D Movie Maker. It's a computer. It's like a movie making program. Yes. Uh, Wait. Oh my God, Connor. This too. Are you serious? <clears throat> yes. This is insane because the other day I was trying to figure out what that was, and I was asking my siblings, and I had this fond memory of making little like animated videos. Is that what yes. you're talking? Yeah. 
Was it with like, were they little 3D models in environments you can move around and stuff? Yes. Oh, (gasps) well, first of all, you should go check out the episode I did about it. Episode 100 with me as the guest. Guess I will. Oh, man. Um, That because I it's funny because I've been such a console gamer uh, for most of my life. But like there's so many PC games like the ones that you played that were so fascinating and some that I still don't remember to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Just wish I could. Um, <laughs> if only we could keep our memories. Forever. Yes. Oh, <laughs> if only. So I don't, you know, I don't believe in a heaven uh, at this point in my life. But if there is like an afterlife, I would, I think it might actually be, it could be a double-edged sword. It would be kind of fun just to like, I was about to say watch me, my memories in life. And I don't know if I really want that. Maybe I'd like to watch like, just be have those memories jogged of like these are things that I really like that I totally forgot the highlights of yeah. when I was happy yes <laughs> yeah. and then hell is hell is just all the bad memories exactly um, uh, I always believed because Mormons believe when they die they get to become their own gods I had yes. in my head that I would be playing Sims like <laughs> in heaven and that would be my world that like, sounds like heaven. Yeah, it I know. Be. I'm excited. Oh. I'm excited to die. Let's do it. <laughs> um, uh, this is so this is so much fun. Um, I would like to know from you. Um, before we talk, like, sort of wrap this up with like what your um relationship is like with gaming more recently. Are there any other highlights in your life, whether it's like, uh, playing a game with friends or another like specific game that you'd like to bring up from more of the past? From the past still? Sure. Okay. Well, um, I really, I really thought I was going to be a Guitar Hero star. Um, <laughs> I think that's one of the best games to play with people. Or by yourself. Mostly by yourself. Um, I mostly did it by myself, too. Yeah. Yeah. God, when I got to Expert, I was like, this is my career path. This is, yes. this is the only skill I have. really real it's so disappointing that that that's not a real skill because i would have gone far i think hey you know what who's to say that you couldn't at some point find one of those old guitars and like do it on stream at some point wow that's to make really everything a stream but like that could be fun i'm probably so bad at it now it's been over 10 years but good times learned a lot of rock songs (laughs) yes i i got into the one that i played most was guitar hero 3 because that came out on the wii and i mostly had nintendo stuff too growing up okay um so that was the first one i could actually play i played other ones at friends houses but that was the one that i played i think that was the one i played too because mine was on the wii oh i loved it it was so much fun uh just purely be, just fully became an addict at that time absolutely it's mm. all i could do yeah <laughs> it's that's um i think that was episode two or three of our podcast uh of this show matt apodaca brought on guitar hero to discuss that's amazing um, and it's kind of like the sims one of those that like comes up for so many people it was like it broke through the barrier of like just video games and uh was just so interesting to so many um yeah those 
I, I, I really want to find like one of those guitars because they're kind of like collectors, not collectors items, but they're expensive now because everyone got rid of them. And now there are so few when they were so cheap for so long. <laughs> I know. What? Why haven't they made a new guitar hero is my biggest question in life. I would be willing to. So they have like there's a bunch of great rhythm games out there to this day. Like um, Beat Saber. And Beat Saber. I played Just Dance as an exercise. Yes. <laughs> A new one got announced uh, today, actually. Just Dance really? 2024. Who, oh, who, so unexpected. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm all up on that. <laughs> th- there's a bunch of great ones. Like, I I want to, I should find think of more of them and, and just text you some wrecks, but there's like cool ones. I would be willing to bet they don't come out with new guitar hero style ones because it's expensive to make the peripherals, like the guitars and whatnot. But right. it doesn't mean I don't want it. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. I think oh. I would I would pay money for that. I I would. I'm I'm gonna be visiting eBay later. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I would like to just catch us up and hear a little bit about your relationship with gaming more recently. Like you said, you got into back into it a few years ago. So what's how did that happen? And what's it been? What have been some highlights for you? I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my. Yeah, once my brother moved out, I kind of was out of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until a couple years ago, um, I think maybe it was a pandemic that mm-hmm. that urged it. Uh, I decided to get a Switch and I got really obsessed with Animal Crossing. But oh, I, yeah. I was a year too late. So everyone oh. that I knew had already played it. So I was kind of like, in it by myself but that's totally fine with me (laughs) Uh, (laughs) didn't stop me from playing it 24 7 uh so i got really into that and then i got into all the other cozy games like stardew valley and like one that i'm currently obsessed with is sunhaven yes Um, i've seen i've watched you play that one yeah because i can't stop (laughs) because you get to flirt with everyone and i (laughs) love It just brings back the Sims nostalgia of like, yes, I get validation through these animated characters, especially because in uh, Sunhaven, they make the characters very um, seductive. So they're like sultry. They're they're very hot. They're doing it for you. They're hot characters. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. But then at the same time... uh, I've also recently gotten really into horror video games. Mm. Um, so I've best of both worlds, I guess. Uh, Cozy and horror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just what we all need. Uh, so I've been playing like uh, Layers of Fear. Um, and I think my favorite one was, have you heard of PT? Yes. I Didn't you stream this recently? I did. And How I'm, did you even get this? Someone sent it to me, like, in a link, and I was yes. like, this is definitely going to give me viruses, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, and it was so fun because it was so terrifying. I've yes. never played a scarier game, and I don't understand why it didn't actually come out, because uh, that that was amazing. I was, I've heard... I was, like, I couldn't look at the screen because mm-hmm. I was, like, closing my eyes. It was, it was incredible. 
I love being scared. So when yes. something actually scares me, it's very fun. I love that. That's a game I've heard so much about for years. I think because, I mean, from if you can help fill any gaps, feel free. But I believe it was like a demo that was released. Yeah. was, I mean, I guess uh, presumed to be a full game at some point, but it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm no expert on it, so I, I feel like I shouldn't be the one talking about it, but that's that as far as I know, that sounds yeah. correct. Um, Jeremy, uh, the editor and producer of this show, he said for years, he's like, all I want, because I've never seen an image of it. I just know that it's a horror game. He's like, I want to put you down uh, and watch, make you play this game and have us just watch you freak out to it. Uh, yeah. So... It's- it's very fun. It's that must very have been fun. wild to do on stream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's entertaining for people yeah. to see you scared. Um, because I normally don't get scared. For for a while, I was doing like reaction videos to scary, quote unquote, scary videos um, yes. on YouTube. And I just couldn't find anything. Everything was making me so bored. I was so <laughs> bored. And I, so it was just. It was relieving to find this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, it's been so cool just to even hear about your, you know, your recent journey with games. I know we, we've talked about it a little early and, and, and a little later here, but uh, I'm glad that you've found uh, like a new fun thing to do. Yeah. Now I can't stop. It's a problem. Yes. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, and your channel is, uh, I'm sure we'll plug it at the end too, but twitch.tv slash Christina Karshner. It is. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'll be sure to have the link in the show notes so people can give you a follow. Um, Christina, thank you for sharing about, you know, a synopsis of your history with gaming. Um, You're we so are going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll get into all things Donkey Kong 64. So I'll see you on the other side. Woo! Donkey Kong. <laughs> Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, I am here with Christina Karshner to discuss Donkey Kong 64. Christina, welcome back. Thank you so much. I you... I went away and now I'm back. Hey, hot dog. I'm glad you did. Um, before we get into your personal history with it, like I was telling you, I'm going to do a little table setting uh, about the game just to let people know what it is in case they're not familiar. And if you want to interject anything that uh, you think would be important for them to know about it at any time, hey, the 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 opportunity is yours. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> that was confusing, wasn't it? Uh, I'm going to just start rambling about the game, basically. But if okay. you're like, hey, Connor, I think this is an important like detail that I want to include, uh, by all means. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That was confusing. No, it's uh, okay because I was like, wait, am I supposed to be saying something right now? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I sort of left a pause like because sometimes I'm, you know, on – this is way more than a peek behind the curtain for the listener that they need uh, or a guest is that I'll be talking on a show and I think even just doing it over the Zoom, Zoom there's like a slight bit of like do I leave space for someone to talk? Do I not? And that's what happened there. Oh, okay. So I, it was an opportunity, and I just didn't, I didn't take it correctly. 
it's not that you that's didn't take fault. it. That's my fault. I feel, uh <laughs> just fire you know me. I think it's the listener's fault. It uh, is. Anyway, let's talk about this game. I hate the listener. Yeah, if you're listening right now, oh, <clears throat> that's me getting mad. with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my fist is shaking. Uh, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong 64 is a 1999 platform game developed by Rare and published for are published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. It is the only Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Donkey Kong game to feature 3D gameplay, meaning it's not a side-scrolling platformer. As the gorilla Donkey Kong, the player explores themed levels to collect items and rescue his kidnapped family members from King K. Rule. The player completes mini-games and puzzles as five playable Kong characters, each with their own special abilities, to receive bananas and other collectibles. And truly, so many damn collectibles in this game. Uh, In multiplayer modes, up to four players can compete in a deathmatch and last-man-standing-style games. Rare began working on DK64 in 1997 following the completion of Donkey Kong Country 3, which was released for the Super Nintendo. Uh, Originally, this game was conceived as a 2.5D platformer similar to the Country series before becoming a more open-world game using the engine from Rare's Banjo-Kazooie. Have you ever played Banjo-Kazooie, Christina? Uh, I think I watched someone play it once at a neighbor's house, and that's about it. If you like DK64, and this isn't one of your recs later, it was too easy, Banjo-Kazooie, I'll say, is a more... Uh, fine-tuned game a little more focused game um oh. with a lot of the sim- similar charm that you would get from this one so uh it's a wreck you... for you at any time oh and it's on switch online oh so if oh. you're ever curious uh where's could be a... my notepad and pen i feel like i need to write down a lot hey feel free you could even if you've got your phone feel free to jot down or you can also bug that me is, afterwards and be like that Connor. is so smart yeah, i forgot you know i what? had a phone <laughs> that's because you're, you're just such an engaged guest um uh, anyway, um, a 16-person team with many recruits from the Banjo Group finished this game in 1999. It was published, uh, obviously, by Nintendo in North America uh, and worldwide in December. So it actually came out in North America first, which was a little unusual. Um, this game was the first game to require the Nintendo 64 expansion pack, which is an accessory that added memory resources. It, it basically boosted the RAM in your system. Um, it also, this game had... Uh, like a huge advertising campaign. I remember growing up and we got like, I was a Nintendo Power subscriber, which was their magazine. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Nope, but sounds cool. It was really cool. Uh, and Freaking nerd. Dude, yeah, that's me. I've got my, <laughs> just pushing my glasses back. Um, th- They would sometimes send like VHSs in the mail with advertising their games. And that's how I discovered this game was I had a Donkey Kong 64 VHS. Whoa. It was just like, here's the game, buy it, basically. That wow. From a magazine subscription, you got VHSs. Yeah, it would they would be Was it like a trailer? It would be like a trailer, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's they did one, I think, also for uh for Pokemon for one of the Pokemon games. And it was rare, but they would do it. Um 
This game um, won the 1999 E3 Game Critics Award for Best Platform Game and multiple awards and nominations for magazines. Uh, Reviewers praised the exceptional size and length, but criticized its camera controls and emphasis on item collection and backtracking. Um, Some cited, of course, uh, gameplay similarities to Banjo-Kazooie because it's made by the same company. And um, this remains one of the most popular games on the Nintendo 64 uh, it has been uh, re-released a few times. It was originally re-released um, on the uh, on the I believe the Wii Virtual Console, but also the Wii U Virtual Console in 2015, um, and uh, is probably best known for uh, not best known, but one of the most iconic things about this game is the opening featuring the the DK rap, of course. Absolutely. Which. Uh, I made you listen to my version of it when we did our Donkey Kong Games Club last year. I wrote and we recorded our DK rap. Uh, so 10 out of 10 from you? Oh, uh... Oh, not not quite, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, no, it was incredible. I was so proud of you. That song, not yours in particular, but... Just that, the song? <laughs> the song. The song will just randomly play in my head once in a while, and it just brings back great memories. I'm right there with you. Um, I we every time we do a new games club, we always record a new ad for it and try to make it fun and and in theme with the game. And that one was easily one of the most fun ones that we uh that we have ever done. And uh, I just yeah, I just want more people to even just hear that thing that we did it's so funny and the rap is iconic um christina what what were you gonna say i said you you should plug that song in your description yeah check out the um you mean the the original rap or the one no yours yours yes i'll uh i'll put a link to like an instagram post where we posted that uh in 2022 um is there anything about this game what like bullet points or like information that you think is important to include before we get into your history with it Oh, like fun facts about it? Or whatever. If you're like, oh, actually, we need to name the characters. Like, and it could be nut. You could say, Connor, we're good. And I'm ready to move on. Connor, we're good. I'm ready Ooh. to move on. Well, let's do it. Um, I would love to hear about how you discovered this game. Was it one that your brothers had on N64? Do you remember it all? Yes. Yes. It was definitely on um, our 64 don't know who was gifted it probably my younger older brother um and it was a game changer for me it made me realize that i love to explore in games that's my that's my favorite thing is to just explore also fun fact besides the driving i love to swim in video games oh yes i love to swim I love Pro- that. And honestly, it makes sense because I'm a really bad swimmer in real life. <laughs> so I just want to be good at it somewhere. It's just so satisfying for me to yes. be able to swim in a video game. I'll say uh, too, if, if, I'm, if, I, if I may, that please. the swimming in this game is like, in particular, I loved swimming as Donkey Kong because his arms are so long that you feel like you're making such good progress when you swim. Like, he flies through the water. Absolutely. You're yeah. getting somewhere. Yes. And you're collecting a... things underwater. Yes. yes. I, I hate when I struggle as, a, as like, a character swimming in games or it's, like, difficult. Uh, like, Mario, I feel like his swimming is usually pretty rough. 
mm-hmm. in especially the side scrollers. But anyway, I, I just had to piggyback on the swimming. Um. Yeah. Oh, what was I just about to say? Oh, okay. You you recommended that I watch some gameplay, and I mm-hmm. did, and it was really relaxing, and I fell asleep to it. And then I was like, <laughs> I miss this so much, and so I figured out how to play it on my PC. Nice. But it was very, it was janky. It wasn't working very well. But I I swam, and it was really <laughs> nice. Except I kept getting stuck at the bottom. I was like, okay, if I just had a controller, maybe this would be better. Yes. But it was through my keyboard and that was hard that but, that's got to be tough uh especially the so the n64 um this is a little bit of a tangent but is famously difficult to emulate so like emulating it on a pc or something is i don't know why it has something to do with the programming i think of those games but it's always been a challenge so um that could have something to do with why it was so janky playing it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish they would put it on the Switch. That's been but... one. We were really hoping that would happen last year before we did our episode on the game for the Games Club. I actually still have my copy, and that's what I played for the club. Um, oh, but that's amazing. It would be great if it was available to more people. I, I, it could be. So it's tied up in some licensing issues. I think like Rare, the company that made it, is technically owned by Microsoft, but. There are rare games on the Switch Online, so uh, I think they're just holding it, honestly. Because they want to torture me. I think it's torturing you specifically. Let me see if this is even like... Because they'll occasionally announce like, oh, this series of games this year will come to to the Switch Online, but they won't say exactly when. So let me see if they, they... Did they announce this one? I've heard them rumor things, but I've never seen like an official be like, yes, we are going to bring this... Yes. At this time. Um, let's see. Is there any? No, that's that's not listed there. Don't make me upset. You know, no, no um official word that I'm seeing right now about DK sixty four. But so upsetting. I would think I'm gonna say I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic that it will. Um, but about the game itself, like, uh, so the swimming you remember. What do you remember? that uh that captured you um as a kid playing this game or what sticks out to you to this day um one thing that i was most frustrated by was the (laughs) fact and it wasn't the game's fault per se it was my dad's fault um (laughs) my dad created what we called the quarter machine where he hooked it up to the tv and you got 28 minutes after you paid a quarter you get 28 minutes of tv time and then the tv shuts off and when that would happen (sighs) when you're playing video games it would not save and so you had to start all the way over and you would have and like you couldn't skip the song so i've heard that song so many times (laughs) (laughs) and it takes forever to get through that like entire intro so it's like five minutes wasted um so i had to like replay a lot of it uh because of my dad because and because i had to pay in quarters to play my video game so can i ask you more about this quarter machine situation if it's not too upsetting it's so upsetting (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but please go ahead. Well, thank you for allowing me. Uh, first of all, whoa, that is unlike anything I've ever heard. Uh, I'm sorry to have such a big reaction to it, but he, that's like, I, my, so I had like video game time restrictions as a kid, but my parents never managed to like Jerry rig a machine yeah. that was able to do this, like a feat of technology. Yeah. <laughs> this is, wait, so would you, were these, how would you even get quarters? Was it part of an allowance? Would you be divvied out a quarter a certain Listen, amount of time. I'm sorry. I became a great petty theft. I <laughs> I stole them from washing machines. When I would go to friends' houses, I would look for quarters. They, <laughs> I was never given quarters. There was yes. never a time where they were like, "Here's some quarters." So they don't. They were trying to get us to not do this. Yes. So it was all up to me to figure out how to obtain these quarters. Later on, we were able to figure out how to um, use a nickel because it's somewhat, it's close to the same weight as a quarter. Mm -hmm. And so if you swiped it in correctly and you had to do it several times and in a, in a very specific speed, oh my gosh. then it would, it would make the TV think that that was a quarter and so it turned on. So that was an advancement. Um, but other than that, quarters were really hard to come by, and I, to this day, hold them very close and dear to my heart when I find one, because you never know when your dad's going to make you pay to watch TV. Oh my goodness. Was So, and if truly, if any of this, you're like, I don't want to talk about it, you please let me know. But Oh, it's traumatizing. <laughs> was this part of like the Mormon upbringing? Like, where did this come from? This is, I want to say it is, but that, that was a separate thing because it was, you know, we didn't have cable. So I didn't watch a lot of TV. It yeah. was uh, mostly PBS. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And it was really annoying that it was 28 minutes because your show wouldn't be over, especially if you like turn it on like right before or whatever. Oh, yes. And you, I didn't have any like timers around so I couldn't or like, like TV gauge. guide yeah but we did try to like save the game right before it would uh shut off <sighs> yes or try to like put in a quarter so but I think I think the TV would have to shut off first and then you had to turn it back on oh my goodness is oh it's so annoying um, Ugh, but no, it, wa it wasn't a Mormon thing. It was just my dad being an engineer and wanting to ruin my life. <laughs> it's like, dad, use your engineering for good, not evil. Yeah, it was definitely evil. Oh uh, my gosh. Who knew that the, the sandcastle king could be <laughs> capable of such a thing? Yeah. I'm he, so sorry. When I moved out, uh, he gave me the quarter machine because i was the last child he was like well you're gonna still need it and i was like that's a funny joke um so i i had it for a while i don't know what happened to it do you have a picture of this thing oh i wish i did i don't i don't think i do okay probably gotcha. somewhere but it i don't know how he made it it's all a mystery to me truly the fact that I couldn't figure out how to unplug it, like, to, like, undo it was a huge mystery, too. It was 
I mean, I'm proud of him. It was, it was, it, so he should have patented that, but. Maybe yeah, it's it was, for the best that it didn't get patented. I think a lot of, he would be like Satan on earth to a yeah. lot of kids. You really took one for the team, uh, for really society. Did. I really did. Well, so there's no pressure to find this, but if by some chance you do find a picture of this or someone has one, I would love to see it. And also I definitely want to like, post it with the social the show socials because this isn't inc- like a detail unlike any i feel like we've ever had on the show <laughs> uh, it's so hyper specific uh but no pressure either way um i'll search so- I, no promises I, i'll do my searching though <laughs> thank you very much um uh any other like game details that you remember like did you like to play with a particular character was there a level that you remember enjoying Um, I loved playing the small ones like Diddy and Tiny. Oh, I love Uh, them. Yeah, because you just feel like they're like quicker. Um, and I loved being able to fly. I think that was it just Diddy that or did everyone fly? I think just Diddy had the jetpack, but yeah, um, but everyone did have their own like special ability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so so cool of them that everyone everyone was a, a little bit unique i love the like the weird one what was that guy oh, there's he was like the there's lanky and there's yes chunky. i mean they're both weird but yeah. lanky reminds me of like a crazy uncle and <laughs> uh loved loved him he's uh, so goofy i like the sounds that each of these characters would make are like burned into my memory. Yeah. Um, and when they would accomplish something and like play some like drums and yes. be like, donk, donk, donkey Kong. It yes. Was, it was cool. I, for years too, with me and my best friend when we were kids, and it'll still pop in my head occasionally, I'll see a banana and I'll go, oh, banana. <laughs> There's so many like, like this game, it's, known to be and i can confirm this because i played i like beat it last year for the first time ever and it was a slog this game is is a little bloated it Mm. it there's like they make you switch i love the characters and playing as different characters but they do make you switch too much for like little things um but that being said this game is not lacking in charm whether it be like the voice moments like that the like comedy in it um Oh man, it's just so fun. I think lucky for me, I never care about beating games. Yeah. I just love to explore and collect things. It's it's near and dear to my like hoarder inner heart. <laughs> um so that was the most satisfying for me to yes. just collect fruit and coins and diamonds, whatever they have yeah. laying around. Yeah. I some of the I loved the like the collectibles in this game, the way they looked was um, always really like enticing to me. Um, whether it be a big golden banana or like the little, um, like you're saying the little like I think there were crystal coconuts that would. What did yes. those do? I think it was for your ability, but no idea. The way I they looked know. was so cool. Yeah, yeah, and you had to go. Didn't you go to like an area and feed a hippo or something? All of the things that you collected yes each level um or like main level has this uh th- what are they called uh scoff and trough 
which was this pig and this hippo and yes. they were on this like weighted thing where you you basically had to collect a, a bunch of bananas in each level and feed them and they would once one became big enough it would open up it would like lift one of the characters up to the key and they'd open up the key to the boss yes yes yeah. but their noise that they would make as you're just like throwing all your bananas <laughs> in them was really funny <laughs> It really is such a charming game. There's so many little things that I I love. I also love, there is like this mushroom land or something. Yes. Yeah. Love that one. Anything I, that's like light and colorful, mm -hmm. I love. So yeah. Swimming in like the tropical areas. And mm -hmm. I think when you get to the harder levels, it gets darker. And then I'm like, I'm out. I don't need this darkness in my life. I already have enough with yes. this quarter machine. <laughs> to just taunting me yeah. while I'm playing the game. Uh there's yeah, there's that's fungi forest is the is the mushroom place. Yeah. Um and then I like gloomy I think it's called gloomy galleon. It's like this uh wa big water area. Yes. Where you're doing stuff. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love because you get to swim. <laughs> Do you rem remember becoming um, on guard? Who is the swordfish? Oh, whoa! Yes. Yes. Now that <gasps> yeah. guy can swim. Oh, he's good. Yeah. Um, but I I'm strive I for that in my life. At, I, I, we all have on guard goals. Uh, I'm with you though. Like even replaying it. The, there's a couple dark levels like there's the frantic factory which was like really hectic and there's all these robots moving around yes oh i remember those with that the one. like they look like you could twist them up like a a little twisty toy yeah they've got like a, a wind up mechanism or yeah. whatever probably created by your dad um and the, yeah anyway the, i loved i think i gravitated towards the like colorful fun levels as well as opposed to the dark ones were like just i don't know intimidating um yeah uh oh i i would like to ask you and and if more details about the game come up feel free to share um i would like to do some scene painting of where you played this game and we've already gotten into the uh the coin machine so feel free to add on to that but what was the room like? Could you take us there a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Okay. In my living room. So you walk in. Picture this. Set the scene. <laughs> you walk into my house. There's a living room. There's a, it was a brownish gray couch that I uh, definitely used my, my marker painting skills on. And <laughs> But I would write my brother's name. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I was evil. That's um, funny. I would write my brother's name to try to get him in trouble, but uh -huh. everyone could tell what my handwriting was. <laughs> um, <laughs> John did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we would sit on the floor on our carpet that was like, it was like a muted white, but dirty white carpet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then our silver big i mean not big as in like wide but like chunky uh, chunky tv yes uh yeah with the quarter quarter machine right by it it was yellow 
the oh quarter the quarter part was like where you had to uh slide the quarter and was blue and um so many times i tried to like figure out how to open the box but you had to have a key oh. one time my dad said that maybe we could like go out to dinner with all of the quarters that we've collected and i don't think that happened i don't think they wanted to actually do that but as a reward cool jeez uh but yeah that that was pretty much the setting and it was mostly with me and my older brother kyler who's four years older than me playing together cool not the younger older but the older older no that's that's the younger older i'm a mistake um so yeah my youngest older is four years older then it goes seven and then ten so i've got a gap gotcha okay um i love that thank you for sort of taking us back there um and while we're there is there anything about the context of your life at the time whether it be specific or broad that you remember like what would have been i mean you probably would have been in elementary school right yeah. 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 I, uh, how old was I? When I was playing the game, I was very surprised because I was like, how did I, as a young kid, figure out how to do this? I'm yeah. surprised, especially being, you know, new to video games. Um, uh, and I'm pretty sure I like got to the final level. Maybe my brother helped me. I'm not sure. Um, what was going on? 9-11, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It came out in 1999, right? Yes. Okay. Um, very hard to remember back then. That's okay. Were you, did you go to like a traditional school? I, yes, I went to a public school um, called Tinka Verde Elementary. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, my mom would sometimes, uh, we would ride the horse to school. Um, no wonder you were a horse fan. I'm not a horse fan, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known, horse fan, Christina Karshner. <laughs> I think everyone that knows me knows I'm, like, I have such a love-hate relationship with horses. <laughs> I, like, kind of hate them. Uh... But back then, I liked them, and my mom would ride. We would be, you know, I would be in the front, and she'd be in the back of the horse and uh, ride to school. What <laughs> a vehicle that is. And I remember people thinking it was cool, but I was embarrassed. I was like, we yes. can't just take the van. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to stick out anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is really embarrassing. Uh, but my mom thought... It made me look cool. I don't think it did. And is this in Arizona? Yes. Yeah. Tucson. Yeah. Gosh, we've had, this is a back-to-back Arizona episodes. Our previous guest was from, uh, I don't remember where, but maybe the Phoenix area. They usually are. Yeah. From (laughs) Phoenix. That's a good guess. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tucson, we have this, um, this unspoken rivalry with Phoenix, and I don't think Phoenix even knows who we are. <laughs> and I and I've talked to several people from Phoenix who have said this. I've been like, ah, oh, my enemy, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's like 
<laughs> it's, it's like when a sports team is really bad, but they they hate the good team in the division. <laughs> yeah. The good team's like, I don't think about you at all. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think we used to, like, start rumors about Phoenix and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and That's Phoenix so did funny. not care. Like, Phoenix is the rich kid. Like, oh, my gosh. They are. They are the rich kids. If you if someone says they're from Scottsdale, I automatically am like, oh, you've got money. That's so good. Oh my gosh, took a horse to school sometimes. Like, I know. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Uh, do you have like the last thing I sort of want to ask you about this is, are there any um specific memories you have of playing the game, or are they more just like general? I think they're more general. Like I have I have little images in my brain of playing it, but I think it it would it's just general. Sure. Like uh yes. yeah. Um we were we were only allowed to play like pretty much on Saturdays too. So I have that like in my oh, gotcha. memory is like Saturday mornings playing it. Um because Sundays were off limits. You can't do anything. Not on the Lord's uh, Day. Mm-mm. Playing video games? Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. Uh, we And we also could only play, like, uh, G-rated games. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like so, E for Everyone sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember we had James Bond, and that was, and, like, my mom was so upset by it. And I was like, this is scary. That's what started my, like, aversion to combat. Yes. I'm like, I can't. It's too, well, too terrifying. That'll do it. And also, that game is incredibly hard to control, so it makes sense that you would hate <laughs> combat. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Christina, um, we've gotten to hear so much uh, fun detail from you about not only what you remember about the game itself, but like the context of your life and the things that surrounded this game. Um, before we move on to some fun post-show stuff, uh, would you mind just like wrapping up whatever place Donkey Kong 64 held for you? Donkey Kong 64 is held close in my heart. It makes my heart beat every day when I think about it. That's the only reason I'm alive today. It's because of Donkey Kong 64. Wow, thank yeah. you, DK. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that's really, really special to me. I love it. Uh, well, thank you so much. Um, we're not quite done yet, though. I'll go ahead and lead us into our two post-show segments. Uh, the first of which is the Fact Me by Your Game segment, where I'll just share a couple fun facts with you about this game. All right, do it. So this one, uh, or these I got from uh, the website IGN, um, and uh, the first uh, fun fact I have is called Decades Later Discovery. Um, 17 years after the release of the game, um, uh, a secret rainbow banana coin was discovered in the fungi forest stage. So I don't know if you remember the rainbow banana coins, but like if you collect one of those, all five of your characters get something like five banana coins which you have to use to like get a new upgrade in your instrument or a new move stuff like that um so you collect these throughout the game by uh there's like these uh sort of dirt patches on the ground that say dk on them and mm -hmm. you would do this special move where you charge it charge up a move and hit the ground and 
a banana coin would come out. Anyway, there was one that was previously undiscovered for years, and a speed runner, a speed runner, <laughs> speed runner named Isotaj made this discovery. Where I guess in a speed run, they used that special move um, in an area where like the grass was kind of high, so you couldn't see what was underneath it in the fungi forest. Um, and I guess a banana coin popped out, and so. That's how everyone found out there was a like a hit a hidden mystery there. How do you not know that I found that when I was a baby? You know what? They didn't say whether or not you had, so I guess uh I, guess I didn't that's report fair. it. I didn't report it to the authorities, so Oh, uh, well, hey, I guess you might have to share credit with uh Isotaj then. I think I should be compensated for finding that the <laughs> Uh, perfect. Uh, well, that's our first one. And our second fun fact I have titled G-G-G-Guns. So the weapons in this game, originally planned for the characters to use, were real guns. Uh, every character has their own weapon, like Donkey Kong has a coconut shooter. Uh, Diddy has the, like, uh, peanut pistols, if you remember mm-hmm. those. Yep. Chunky has, like, a big, like, it looks like a rocket launcher. It shoots, uh, I think pineapples. Uh, not that I have to name them all, but I'm going to since I've done three out of five. Lanky shoots like, I don't know, plums or something. And then yes. I like uh, Tiny's because she has like a little uh, crossbow and shoots little feathers. Yes. Um, Like arrows, which is cool. But uh, anyway, due to the fear of the game getting a T rating, the guns were swapped out for more friendly versions that remain today. Donkey Kong's coconut shooter was originally planned to be something similar to a double barrel shotgun. And I guess when Rare showed this to Nintendo, um, famous designer uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was horrified. And so, of course, guns were not included in the game. Uh, I think they made the correct decision. I like <laughs> I like how the game is. I think it would be a little bit weird to have real guns. I think, so- yeah, very out of place to see yeah. like a pistol uh, or something in I this game. I would feel a little bit threatened. Yes, um, that'll do it for the fun fact segment, uh, and I'll go that ahead and lead us really in. That was really fun. <sighs> Sorry, that was really fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Future guests, take note, say that. Uh, <laughs> I'll lead us into the final segment of the show, the game recommendations. Now, Christina, I'm going to be treating this. Uh, this is Well, this is my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I'm going to treat Donkey Kong as your passionate summer love that you met in Italy. Um but like the movie, you're going to need to move on at some point. And in order to help you get over this passionate love, I'm going to give you a few flings uh, that all have something in common with DK64. Um, so I hope you're ready for that. You can try, but I'm pretty in love. Okay, we'll see. Uh, if what you love about this game is that it's a wild, big 3D platformer and you love having a bunch of characters to control... If you want something like that, I'll recommend Sonic Adventure 2. Ooh. Have you ever played a Sonic game? I, I know definitely you're mostly have. a Nintendo kid. I have played <coughs> Sonic. Um This one was on, on the GameCube, so I don't know if Okay, that's yeah, maybe maybe that's where I played it, but I remember it being hard to play. Yes. It was, it was, uh, fa- it was a quick one. Well, there there's that first one for you, Sonic Adventure 2. If you want another 3D platformer on the, the Nintendo 64, but this time um, you'd like it to be a little more obscure. I'll recommend Glover, which is a game where you play a glove who walks around on a little ball like like this. The listener can't see, but 
Christina can see me moving my fingers. That looks terrifying. It's uh, what I'm doing is usually terrifying. Uh, yeah, the game itself is really cool. Uh, so but, uh, the glove would make it so your hand's not naked. I think what what shocked me was the naked hand. Was just seeing my my bare hand on screen. That is kind of yeah. yeah yeah. No no arm attached to the glove. I think it's a, it's a sentient glove. I don't really remember, but I remember loving it as a kid. So it could be up your alley. Um, okay. And then lastly, is if the game, the part of the game that you need most in your life is the DK rap, which of course we found out sort of traumatized you. And that's really all you need from this game. And you just simply need to rap. I'll recommend a game called Parappa the Rapper, uh, which is a game for the PlayStation where you rap what you I, rap it's a i think it's what it's like a rhythm based game so it kind of ties into you know your enjoyment of guitar hero but where yeah you play this little guy named parappa the rapper and you rap about situations that you're in whoa so. um okay <laughs> <laughs> it, that did remind me of playing there was an american idol uh oh a video game or no, it was, it was a computer game. Yes. Um, and it, I think it sounds similar, but you're just like pressing A. Y- yes, for, this is what you're doing. To sing. <laughs> yeah, you're, there's no microphone, no singing, no real rapping involved. Um, anyway, I'll wrap up your recommendations. We've got Sonic Adventure 2, Glover, and Parappa the Rapper. Uh, and that'll do it for the Rex. And that'll actually bring us to the end of the show. So... Before we go and plug whatever we'd like to on the way out, Christina, thanks so much for doing this today. This was a blast. Thank you so much for having me. This was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. And me as well. (gasps) So, my friend, on your way out, um, uh, even if you plug stuff earlier, what would you like the listener to know about you and where can people find you? People can find me when they search my name, Christina Karchner. Have you heard that name so far? Uh, Christina Karchner on Instagram, on Twitch, and TikTok, but just put in I am Christina Karchner, because I am Christina Karchner. Just in case there's any confusion. Yeah, yeah, because there's other, you know, there's probably people on there saying I'm not Christina Karchner, but I am. So take your word for it, listener. Please, please. No desperation there at all. Uh, Well, thank you again, Christina. I'll go ahead and close out the show with some plugs of my own. Um, The show art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other great work on Instagram in a link in the show notes. Uh, The show is produced, edited, and the music is by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check him out uh, on his podcast, Video Games, a Comedy Show, also part of of this network. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can follow me, on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I sometimes stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool. 69, where I've been streaming a lot of backyard baseball lately and uh, am planning to do that later today, which means nothing to you, the listener, listening to this in the future. Um, and uh, some, sometimes, you know, every other week, you can catch me at the UCB Theater performing on Herald Night with XOXO. And lastly is again, if you like me and hearing me talk to people about video games, you gotta check out us on patreon we're over at patreon.com slash super npc radio where 
Uh, we have a bunch of bonus uh, video game podcasts. Uh, truly, we release three per week at the $10 DJ Toad tier. You get one at the $5 tier every week. And we've already talked about our Games Club series, which comes out every single Friday for the DJ Toads. But um, also for the DJ Toads, on Tuesdays, once a month, I release a Call Me By Your Game co-op episode where I have a group of friends on to talk about a game uh, that was meaningful to the panel of us. And most recently, we talked about Death's Door with Courtney Venez and Oscar Montoya. Uh, and I haven't announced what our next one is because I might be changing that up. Anyway, ton of great stuff at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Consider giving us a, a subscribe at the tier that works for you. But that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one. 